You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast, where your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Hello and welcome to today's show. I hope you're having the best day ever and we are so excited that you're here. Today's episode is good, man. If you have a hobby, a passion, or a skill that you've always thought to yourself, hmm, I wonder if I could actually make money at this, but you have absolutely zero clue where to start, this episode is your bread and butter. Or if you have already started your business, but you're finding yourself stuck or maybe struggling with what to do next, this episode is such a concise breakdown of each step to take in your business. It's honestly great for anyone relatively new to running a business. You will walk away from today's show with 10 really great tangible steps for turning your hobby into a legit business in less than three months. This is a power punch of an episode, my friend, and I think it's time to get to the show. Let's start in three, two, one. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hi, friend. Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are so excited to give you this episode today. 10 ways to turn a hobby into a business. This is going to just be a power punch of an episode. So if you're sitting here listening to this episode, wanting to turn your hobby into a business, but scared out of your mind and just have no idea where to start, bro, we got you. Today, we're going to give you a step-by-step, no, literally like step-by-step, like 10 steps, uh, (laughs) breakdown of the first 10 things you need to do to get that ball rolling and the cash flowing. Ooh, that rhymed. Okay. (laughs) So let's cut the chit chat and just jump right in. Number one, the first thing you want to do, master your craft. And obviously this is something that you continue to do through everything as you proceed through all of these 10 steps. But first of all, the best thing you can do is to master your craft. Practice your booty off. Learn as much as you can online. Practice, practice, practice. At the beginning, it's a really great idea to either get a mentor or take a course, attend workshops, do whatever you need to do to just purely get better at what your craft is, no matter what your craft is, or at business, if that's your weakness or thing that you know that you need to learn. If you're like an artist, but you don't know exactly how to perfect the business side. Um, For example, when I first started, I took a photography course because that was what I was doing. And I learned how to market my photography right away. And I also took an Instagram course right away. And those two things started me off so well. Evie, I think you had a mentor, correct? Yeah. So when I first got started, I immediately pursued like a mentor in my life. And I learned under her for like two years, second shooting with her and like working side by side with her constantly through the first couple of years as I perfected my craft. So that that was was perfect. Yeah. Super helpful. Yeah. So number one, master your craft and continue to do that as you do all the nine steps after this. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Number two, get a business license and get legally legit. Now, this is really important from the beginning, although I know it can feel really intimidating at first, but 
it covers your butt and it's honestly required by law. So as you know, tempting as it may be to skip over this part because it's just really overwhelming, I would recommend that you not. So some simple tools and resources and steps for you. First of all, if you go to your Secretary of State's website to register your business officially, that can be a really simple and easy way to get started. And then to give you just a really quick overview of you know, outside of a business license, actually registering your business, you can operate your business as a sole proprietorship or register as an LLC. So you automatically become a sole proprietor essentially when you start your business, unless you choose to register and file as an LLC. So simply put, uh, your sole proprietorship with that, you use your own personal social security number and you file your business under yourself for tax purposes. But with an LLC, you're given an EIN, which is an employee identification number, and your business is a separate entity from you as a person, which the reason people file for LLCs other than you know tax purposes is that it can protect you and your assets and business in the event of a lawsuit or anything similar to that. Now, we are not lawyers, um, but we did interview a lawyer on the podcast. So we go over this super in depth in episode number 23 with Paige Griffith. And it's literally a step-by-step breakdown and process of how to set your business up legally. So if you haven't already listened to that episode and you're confused about the legalities of your business, please go listen to episode 23 because Paige breaks it down like the boss she is. All right. Number three, step number three, after you have registered your business, open up a business bank account. Now, this is crucial because you don't want to be paying for your business expenses from your own personal bank account. It's really, really smart to keep them separate. So simply open up a new bank account as a business account, and you can usually do this online, and it's so crazy simple. You'll either need your social security number or your EIN, like Evie said, the employee identification number, depending on what your business entity is, whether it's a sole prop or a LLC. And creating a business account will allow you to separate your business expenses and income from your personal, which is kind of like I just said. Um, Evie, I know, uses Chase and loves it for all of her business banking. I use Bank of America. Doesn't matter which you use, but I will say if you plan or think you might ever move in the future, whether you just are in the military and you move all the time or you just want to move for, I don't know what reason. <laughs> just spread um, your wings and fly. <laughs> just spread your wings and fly. Make sure that you pick a bank that is a national company. That way you're not screwed and you don't have to continually um, change banks as you move. It's just kind of nice to choose a company that is national, has mm-hmm. branches all over the place. Okay, number four, start tracking your business expenses and income. This will make your life and taxes so much easier, especially if you stay as a sole proprietor for a while. So make sure you have all of your income from your business coming through your business account that you just set up. That way you can clearly track your numbers from your business. And then also make sure that you have a business debit card or a business credit card or whatever for your business account that you also just set up and you're tracking and paying attention to all of your expenses through that as well. Now, QuickBooks is a really great tool for small businesses. Um, Go check them out. They have multiple levels and tiers. I think they even have a free version for small businesses. Go look at them because when you link QuickBooks, 
it's basically a, a systemized spreadsheet system that tracks and categorizes your expenses and income. Link that to your business bank account, to your online payment systems like HoneyBook, to your business credit and debit card, everything. Because the reality is the more you grow, the more vital it is to know your numbers. And so you need to start this from day one. I know it can feel really intimidating and you can think, oh, I'm not spending or earning anything. I shouldn't do this. But this is actually the time when you should because it's easy to set everything up and it's easy to get used to the systems and to pay attention to stuff right now when you have minimal expenses and income versus down the road when you may have way more and you're utterly lost as to how to categorize it, track it, or even know the health of your business. So paying attention to the fact that maybe you're spending, you know, let's say 500 a month on your business with all sorts of systems and processors and all this stuff, but you're only earning 200. That's not healthy and you need to shift and adjust that unless you're investing, which investing in yourself and your business in the beginning is a different story. But in general, knowing the heartbeat of your business, which is your income and expenses, being able to keep tabs on that from the get-go is super important. Yeah, you don't want to wait until all of a sudden you get all these bookings or sales and you're getting more successful and then you're like, oh crap, I don't have my like finances in order. Yes. So definitely. All right, number five, we spent the last four kind of doing like the nitty gritty quote unquote like non-fun things, which is a lot of what a lot of people think finances and legalities are. Number five is where it gets fun, in my opinion. Five, create a brand. So when I say brand, this doesn't just mean colors or fonts, although yes, a visual brand is necessary for brand recognition. You do want to have cohesive colors and fonts and just a logo throughout your whole entire brand, but it's so much deeper than that. And so when I say creating a brand, that means showcasing who you are and who you serve. That is uh, honestly, a brand is the core of your business. That's the core of everything you say, everything you sell, everything you serve or create. And your brand is basic point blank, it's how you make someone feel when they think about you or your product and service. Oh, that's good. Mm, Yeah. A brand is who you are. A brand is who you serve. A brand is why someone should hire or buy from you. Whether you're a service or a product-based business, you need to have a brand. And I think this is something that so many entrepreneurs, when they start their business, they think, okay, I've, I've started a business. And while that's great, yes, you need to sell products or sell services and make money. If there is no brand behind it, giving people a why then people aren't going to buy. Like people buy what they feel can help them or what they love, right? Mm -hmm. If you choose a certain shampoo, you're going to go to the store and it's whatever like bottle, if you don't know a brand, if you didn't see a commercial or whatever, it's whatever brand is going to stick out to you and make you feel like you're going to have better hair by using that. They're not just going to pick a bottle because it has a pretty color, but I mean, maybe they would, but probably not. (laughs) So strive to create a personal connection with every single person who shows up on your doorstep, whether that's virtually, online, on your social media platforms, or physically if you have a store. So when posting on social media or your website, number one is to answer the question, how does my product or service make someone feel? That's the question that we always come back to when thinking about our brand. It's how it makes someone feel from the entire experience and presence of our product or our service. How does it make someone feel? Oh, so good. Okay, and then number six, this goes hand in hand with Lindsay's point. Create a social media account that shows your product or services and you. So 
your brand is you. But Lindsay basically just broke that down entirely. So this point flows directly from hers. Turn your personal Instagram into a business Instagram. This is a question we get a lot of, hey, should I have two Instagram accounts? I have, you know, my photography business over here, but then I have my personal account over here. We usually pretty strongly encourage one account just because it's so much easier to share yourself when you're not splitting yourself two ways of, oh, this is my personal life or this is my heart. These are my friends, but these are my clients and this is my business and this is, you know, stiff and professional, but this is me. You know, you you don't want to be separating (laughs) those two. So it's usually really great to turn your online social media platforms into one account where it's you personally and your business product service. So people, here's, oh, let me just, let me just get situated for this quote. (laughs) This says, people fall in love with people, not graphics and logos. And that's from Quill & Co. Design. Guys, I cannot amen that one enough. The reality is, yes, you can have a really hip, cool, you know, aesthetically appealing brand, which is important. Absolutely. There's a lot that goes into, you know, color theory and all sorts of stuff when it comes to your branding. But the reality is you're you're trying to create connection with other people. Like Lindsay said, you are trying to make them feel something. You are trying to relate to them. And so when it comes to social media and showing not only your product and service, but also you, you can share things like why your product or service matters and what it means to you as the creator. You can interweave posts about you, the face behind everything. You can invite people into a relationship with you and not just a cold robotic business handshake because no one will keep coming back for robotic handshake junk. They keep coming back for relationships and for connection and for community. And so the more you can show up as a human being and show yourself, you are going to make yourself stand out. You are going to make your company stand out. You are going to connect with other people, not just your product or service. So make sure you're sharing yourself. And when it comes to that, post regularly, you know, ideally once a day, post your stories as well and show yourself in your feed, in your stories, wherever. Just keep showing up. Mm, That's really good. Well, and I think to piggyback of something I want to touch on is when people have two social media accounts, like if they have a business account and then a personal, they almost always treat their business like it's a business like the robotic voice that you're talking about. They, mm-hmm. they almost separate it in their minds to have, oh, okay, all the personal fun aspects about me are on my personal account and then here's my business account. Yeah. But we often like say, treat your business account just like a more curated, branded personal account. Yeah. Like still show up, still have your voice be present, still use slang words in your copy. Like just because everything that Evie said is so, so good. So I just wanted to tag on that. That was amazing. Love it. Claps, claps over here. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck? Uh-huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there and I know how frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide we just created for you. 
guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from, or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate, uh, um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye, writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com slash content or click the link in the show notes. Now go kick some butt and create some content. Did you know that how you choose to package your products can be a game changer for organic marketing? I know. Cool, right? Listen to this. If someone receives a package from you in a beautiful, branded design, they are much more likely to snap a photo and share about it online. Enter No Issue, a sustainable, customizable, branded packaging company for business owners. No Issue provides everything from customizable tissue paper, stickers, tape, stamps, and a 100% compostable mailer bag to put all of your goodies in. Customizing your product is so crazy easy. Just upload your logo, choose a design from their templates and colors, or you can upload a finished design of your own. No Issue sent us some of their products, and honestly, we are freaking blown away. It's so blown sustainable, away. <laughs> it's high quality, and it's so dang cool to see your brand printed all over your packaging. Plus, it makes your brand look bougie as heck. Like, talk about high end. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ready to take your packaging game to the next level, you can use code HEART for 10% off at noissue.co. Happy packing. All right, number seven, you're probably at this point thinking, okay, this is great, but like, how the heck do I get my word out there other than like social media, right? Or how do I get my service or products known to the public? So this is gonna help you. Number seven, set up your product or service anywhere you can. So this can even come before you build a website, which we will get to that. But if you are just baby fresh and you just started your business selling, I don't know, calligraphy or just started selling on photography, it could be a service, uh, just started being a florist, whatever. Put your services out there somewhere, anywhere to start. So if you're offering products, this list is for my product people. You can put your products on places like Shopify, on Etsy, on Big Cartel or Society6. Those are all great online platforms to start selling products. So right away, you can just start a page on either any of those. And if you're offering services, like whether you're wanting to get into VA work or you're a Pinterest expert and you want to start helping people with Pinterest or insert any, literally any service, you could put them on places like Thumbtack, People Per Hour, Upwork. Craigslist used to be sketchy, sometimes still is, but it's a, <laughs> if you're if you're beginning, like do it, just put it everywhere. Or you can always use Facebook Marketplace. That also works for products too, even though this is in the service category, or there's also Fiverr. So, there's a lot of places that you can offer your services. So, hopefully that list helps you out whether you are a service-based provider or a product-based business. Yes. Okay, and then number 8, create a website. So you can do this as soon as you want, or you can set up, like Lindsay said, your product or service somewhere else while you're even building your website to start getting sales. But get a website domain first and foremost. That's usually like roughly around 15 bucks a year. Um, Try to reserve as many as you can if you know you're going to keep whatever name you have. So, you know, for 
myself. I have evelyngrace.com.org.co.net. Like literally anything that I can to make sure that no one else steals my domain. So I have as many of those as I can. And then honestly, you can make yourself a super cheap website from a template. We personally highly recommend Show It. Lindsay and I both use Show It for our own businesses and then our the Heart University as well. We love it. But also Squarespace and WordPress are also really great and easy options that have awesome templates as well. So Show It, Squarespace, <laughs> I can't talk. Show It, Squarespace, and WordPress are all really great options. And you can just set up a template to get started and get some information up there. If you can't afford a web host at the very, very beginning, just get scrappy. Like use Instagram or Facebook to collect inquiries. Don't go into debt for your business. Just build slowly and invest in more things as your business grows. Or if you really want to invest and can afford it, hire a brand and web designer because man, oh man, can they make a difference in your business. So those are really, really great options. Um, If you haven't already, go listen to episode number 15 to hear specific strategies for your website if you're building it yourself or to help you figure out if you should hire someone to do it for you. We did an interview on that episode with our web designer and really good friend, Sarah, who just is a master at websites, SEO, everything. So if you haven't listened to episode 15 and you're wanting to start building a website, go listen to that episode. It's good. All right, going hand in hand with number eight, which was create a website, is number nine, which is start a blog. I cannot recommend this enough. This is how I started. And so many people, when they do create a website, they leave the blog out of it. Like, I can't even tell you how many students that we have that have a website, but no blog. So just get it right from the beginning. When you start a website, create a blog in conjunction with that and start sharing even more about your product or service on here. In addition to social media, a blog is such a great platform to start sharing your product, your service, and your life. Honestly, Mm -hmm. people are enthralled with the behind the scenes. So whether maybe you sell like gift packaging, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe like show people how you make them. Or maybe you're a macrame artist. Show people like a tutorial on how to either create their own macrame or how you create yours. Even like just simple things like that, like tutorials behind the scenes, sharing your creation process or showing you on the job. Maybe you're a photographer like we are and you want to show someone a behind the scenes of you on a wedding day and like all the things that you do. That's probably really interesting for other photographers or even brides. Like brides want to know what it would look like to hire you and what you would do on their wedding day. So people love behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that you can share on your blog. Another thing is you can offer value to your customers. You can answer their questions and showcase your work at the same time. So think about your ideal client and what questions they might have that you can answer and solve their problems in a blog post. And then you can, you know, share that to Pinterest and then people will finally find you organically just some searching questions and wanting those answers. And then they'll have it upon you and boom, sales, probably, but most likely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that you can share on your blog is with, this goes back to the point number, I believe it was six, which was show you on your social media. Another thing that a lot of people don't do on their blog is sharing their own life. Again, Stop believing the lie that people do not care about the creator or the artist or the businesswoman or man behind the business. People care about you and they want to know your real life. And obviously you can be as personal and vulnerable as you wish to be. And this doesn't mean like air out all your dirty laundry via blog posts. No, (laughs) but 
let people into your life. Share your travels. If you went on a family vacation or on a trip, do a blog about that. Or if you are have been married for five years, do a blog post on, hey, the 10 things I learned in your five of marriage. Something like that that pulls people into the human behind the business. Mm. So on a blog, you can share the behind the scenes of your actual work or your work itself, that too. You can share value to your customers by answering questions, or you can share your own personal life. So blogs are vital. So start that now. Don't wait until you're like big and, and whatever, like start from day one, start a blog. Ugh, amen. Okay. And then number 10, the final point, start Woo! building reviews. Guys, this is really important. When you're getting out there, people love reviews. I want you to sit there and ask yourself this question of, how many times have I gone to buy a product that I'm really uncertain about? Maybe it's a big investment. Maybe you're just like not sure if you should be spending the money on it right now, whatever. And you've gone down to the review section and sat there for a solid 10 minutes. Is that just me? Like, I hope that's not just me, but I think- Even my, like on Amazon? Yeah, on Amazon, like Amazon I you're like, hmm, reviews or, you know, whatever. Or a restaurant, like Yelp. Yep. People mm. really, truly, there's so many stats and scientific studies that have shown how much reviews actually matter to people. And so from day one, the more word of mouth and positive reviews you can get, the better. So when you're beginning- you know, have family and friends write those initial reviews for you, especially if, you know, offer the pro them a product or, you know, I don't know, shoot a friend if you're a photographer, you know, photograph a friend for free in exchange for a review of what it was like to work with you and what they think of your photos, something like that. Offer, you know, those discounts to your first few clients to get even more unbiased feedback, you know, outside of your family and friends. And then places that you can set up for people to begin to review you or send reviews, you know, on your Facebook page, on your Google business page, your product or service toasts, for example, Etsy or Upwork, or you can encourage them to just directly email you and then you can post it yourself on your website, on your social media, wherever. Guys, I can't personally stress enough how important reviews are and the like the sooner you can get started on reviews, the better. These can absolutely launch you forward as a business owner. Yeah. And then bonus hack for social media, put, well, I guess Instagram specifically, put a highlight and add reviews there. So whether yes. like no matter where they left a review for you, put it in a story highlight and call it reviews. Because then when potential clients land on your Instagram, they can just see all your awesomeness right there. <laughs> yes, and put them all over your website too. All yes. over your website. They need to be plastered every inch. Like not even not <laughs> even just the review page, just like literally everywhere. Yes. Your email signature, literally everywhere. Yes. <laughs> okay, so in review, let's review, because we gave a lot. We just gave you 10 steps and there was a lot in there. <laughs> so number one, master your craft. Practice your booty off from the get-go and keep doing it. Get a mentor, take courses, workshops, whatever. Number two, get a business license. Evie broke that down real a lot, real a lot. Does not make sense, but she broke it down. And if you have questions, go to episode 23 with Paige Griffith. She answers a lot. Number three, open a business bank account. Make sure you're separating your personal finances from your business finances. Number four, start tracking your business expenses and income, which makes a lot more sense when you open up a business bank account. It will just ease the confusion a ton. 
Number five, create a brand. Allow people to feel something when they think of you or your product or your service. And it goes way deeper than just logos and colors and fonts. Number six, with that, create a social media account that shows your product and services and you show up. Don't just rely on robotic business type language. Add and infuse you and your personality into your brand via social media. That is literally the bread and butter of what we teach and what we're honestly pretty good at, if I'll say so myself. (laughs) Number number seven, set up your product or service anywhere. Whether you are a product-based business or a service-based business, there is a bunch of places online that we said that you can just put your business out there. So there's that. Number eight, create a website. Whether you do it with a template or whether you hire a designer, just get that up and running. It'll put you on a professional front and make you just have an up-leveled view about yourself that people can you know, see your website. Number nine, start a blog. When you start your website, make sure there is a blog attached to it. And I gave like a bunch of tips on what you can blog about. So start a blog. And number 10, like Evie said, start building reviews and plaster them everywhere. Reviews are vital Mm -hmm. and you want to set yourself on a good foot to get that word of mouth tracking, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yes. And I just want to encourage you, none of this needs to be perfect. And this is stuff that will take time. Yes, absolutely. It won't just happen overnight. Just start. And if you tackle one thing per week, you can have a professional business up and running in two and a half months. So get out of your head, get out of your own way here. Stop telling yourself that you can't possibly turn this into a business. That's a lie. Just get out there and start. Just try it. Put some effort in. Start with Number one, mastering what you have, mastering your craft. If you've got that, then just take the f- next step and and register your business or get a business license. It's just one step at a time. Don't be overwhelmed by an entire list of 10 things that you need to start doing and just start with one at a time. Yes. It doesn't have to be hard. Well, and if you love this episode, we hope it was really educational and and helpful to break it down into 10 things, which yes, 10 does seem like a lot, like Evie said, but we did this just to encourage you guys to take it one step at a time, literally, just like Evie said, and just to make it almost Mm bite-sized. It doesn't have to be hard. It can just, it can be so simple if you just take it one step at a time. So if you loved this episode, we'd love to hear your feedback, what you got out from it. If you love it, share it on Instagram stories, tag us at Evie Rupp, at Mrs. Lindsay Roman, and at The Heart University. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. That way you will get notified every Tuesday and Thursday when new episodes drop. And if you have two minutes, please leave us a review. If you just love this episode or just any of our shows, it literally means the world. If you could just pause this episode or just wait till it's done because it's almost done, I promise. Um, (laughs) It really does truly mean the world and it helps us get better guests for you and continue to give you free value just like this episode. So it means the absolute world if you would just take two minutes and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, guys, we can't wait to see some hobbies turning into wildly successful businesses after this episode. We are cheering you on and we can't wait to see how far you go. Go have an amazing rest of your week and we will talk to you next time. Oh,